Hi Venus, welcome to 11 Questions. Hi Daman, nice to meet you virtually. <laughs> My first question for you is, are you a morning person or a night owl? I was born a night owl for sure. I would always be able to concentrate more after 10 p.m. But since I've become a mom, I want to become a morning person. I'm desperately trying to become a morning person and I think I'm getting there. I think it's it's got something to do with age as well. I've lost that stamina to pull off on uh, an all-nighter and still function the next day as well. So yeah, I I think I'm swinging more towards the morning person now. Very long answer <laughs> to your short question. <laughs> no, I absolutely relate with this because I used to be an absolute night owl, but what you said about stamina is so true. Now, yeah. I cannot stay awake past 5 a.m. I collapse at 5. even on days i've tried that okay i'm not able to sleep let's just pull an all nighter it just doesn't happen anymore hmm, i agree yeah and it's not good for your body as well yeah you kind of pay for it the next day not only the next day but lifelong i feel <laughs> like you know things like insomnia and stress i've been watching my health with my watch as well so i would know the next day stress levels going really high as well palpitations heart palpitations so yeah i think it's good to balance what's a perfect weekend for you inus uh since lockdown things have changed drastically uh i've become more of a homebody in the last few months i would say and especially given i've you know found this refound my love for art and creativity I feel like staying at home more and sometimes go out for walks or just out in the nature with my little one and my partner uh, but not too much socializing these days I don't feel like uh, socializing at all actually <laughs> it doesn't mean that I I don't like humans anymore I do but uh, it's just you find your own peace and comfort after a given point and that's where I'm at right now so that would be my perfect weekend and speaking of art did you always want to be an artist now in hindsight i think of it i think it was always there um i still find it weird to call myself artist first of all i have not trained anywhere so i've taught myself anything to do with art really is out of my own interest whether i always wanted to be an artist i do remember this very vividly in eighth standard as I, i would call it when you know things were getting serious in in the sense that we were supposed to pick our future career i very vividly remember going to my dad and saying papa i want to take up arts i want to do fine arts <laughs> and he said yeah you can do it and that just made me so happy but somehow things took a turn and i actually performed really well in the next coming years very unexpectedly i had not expected myself to do so well which eventually put this pressure on me whether i want to take this up as a career at all uh, it was also societal pressure my own uh, understanding of where things are at you're so young you don't really understand what are you, what you're supposed to do and uh, same thing for my family as well they were quite surprised as well honestly so i eventually ended up taking uh, science and i always uh, promised myself that i will not lose this 
I'm not sure whether I've shared this with many people, but I used to write a lot as well. The last time I went back home, I realized that I had written some 40 plus poems till 10th standard. Yes. And um, I had just promised myself that I'll, I'll not lose, lose touch with this and I can still pursue this with a lot of enthusiasm. But life happens and that's, that's what did. And now it's been many years. I have repicked this passion of myself and a lot of times I actually look back and try to connect the dots and always, always it was art that made me feel at peace. There were so many situations in life and so many hurdles that came to life. And I always realized that the moment I would pick up a pen or a paintbrush, it's, it's a strange way of therapy as well, right? I would just pick up a paintbrush and I would just start painting something or the other. And, um, that would just provide me a lot of calmness and a sense of like self. Now, in hindsight, yes, I think I always wanted to do this at some point. But having that said, uh, the career that I chose has helped me as well to reach where I'm at, uh, meet my partner, build this life. So both of them, I don't think I could live without. Now that you're back into your art life actively, do you follow a routine or do you follow inspiration? I absolutely follow routine. Uh, routine in the sense schedule. I'm a mom to a three-year-old. <laughs> so nothing happens without schedule at our household. No matter how much we want to call it dreamland, it's not. It's very real to the point that even before this podcast, um, you know, I've made sure that everybody's lunch is prepared, they're fed and they're off. So <laughs> everything happens on schedule. In the beginning of this year is actually when I would call that schedule was in place. So there's like a timetable for me. I would say for six months, I made sure that I was at least creating and putting out one product, just one digital product. And I would make time for myself. And even if I don't do the socials, I don't do good product photography or anything of that sort or any other extra effort, I would just sit and draw. At least that's the least that I should start doing. But I really don't know what happened to me in June. <laughs> and I was just like, what is going on? I think I just, you know, you, you want a bigger bite of the cake and you just want to dwell more into it and do more. Also, I think it was lockdown. Uh, another lockdown happened in Sydney. So we had more time. And that's why I started doing a lot of physical products where um, I sorted out the shipping for it, printing and everything. So at this point, uh, it is still the same. It's just that I've started multiple product lines. So there is digital and physical products and I want to continue that way. But I think going forward, I want to concentrate more on art rather than the products. So there might be limited products, but I want to continue doing art and definitely putting out some coloring videos because that's what my viewers really appreciate. And when you create art, do you work in a messy space or are you very organized? Um, <laughs> my mess is very organized for a lot of people. <laughs> um, That's a good answer. I I find it really messy, but not many people find it messy. Um but that's one thing. I really want to have my own space, like a studio. 
which uh, we we as in me and my partner are planning to build in the coming months so i'll have my own space i think that will give me more organized view of what all i have and what all i want to do at this point it's more like my workspace turns into my art space whenever it's required painting is really anywhere i just paint wherever i want there's there's really no space for it sometimes i just paint on the sofa like not on the sofa but sitting on the sofa could also paint on I, the sofa <laughs> yeah my kid does that a lot <laughs> but um, yeah sometimes i just watch the rain and paint or you know things like that so there's no specific space for it but once i'm done painting i actually just find it very therapeutic to clean the paint brushes and just wipe off all that paint around so yeah it ends up being organized so that's that's it <laughs> what are your tools of choice i really like picking up a paint brush and start painting and mostly it's watercolor if it's quick i would do a doodle like just pick up a pen which is always sitting on my pen stand and i would just start doodling something and something and then it would just turn into an eventual artwork that is definitely my tool of choice these days i'm actually writing a lot of poems as well so they come to mind really quickly unexpectedly like i don't know from where but i would just write in 10 minutes a poem would just start to finish and i would just start with like three sentences and then it would just start building up and up and up and like 10 minutes i'm done <laughs> and that's amazing yeah i know i was i was so surprised i was like where, like when did this happen <laughs> so that's i think that's the power of creativity the more space you give to it the more it grows so tool of choice definitely pen paint brush and words what inspires your drawings usually one is nature and second is feelings i go for a lot of morning walks they are my go to way of exercise <laughs> and i observe so many things especially in slow walking um or normal paced walking not really running I I observe little creatures big creatures even the sky and those colors would just inspire me to to create um and that just gives life to a lot of my paintings and feelings for sure because we go through a lot of emotions and it's really about acknowledging them at the end of the day more importantly i would say it's important to express them in some way or the other because there's no point bottling up all of those emotions even if they are good or bad or whatever you're feeling i think just writing them down painting saying them out loud whatever it, it is i think we should not pent up our emotions at all for me they come out in terms of art they are not usually the the bad ones <laughs> my artwork is and will always be happy it would hardly be anything dark i i would say and i know that for sure now it's been quite a quite a few years but even if they are very abstract they they come out in very lucid colors one thing that happens with a lot of creatives is they hit a block at some point so how do you work around the creative block many creative blocks many many creative blocks that's when i think we we well as in me <laughs> i just look out or look in again i think it's the same as getting inspiration 
So looking out, meaning just going out for a walk, uh, taking a break, as in don't force yourself to make art. Take a break. And that goes for a lot of even work situations as well, I would say. Uh, even during studying, um, I used to do that a lot. I would hardly be able to study post 20 to 30 minutes, even as a child. So that's just like my habit, um, which is why it always freshened up my mind. I would take a walk around, even the, around the house or around the terrace and come back again to studying. And that would just take away that pressure of, you know, building up and up and up and up. Um, where you at the end of it, you're like saturated and you can't take any more information. It's the same thing with art. Um, so I would just go out for a walk, drink a coffee. And with a kid running around at home, I think, um, concentration is tough to find anyway. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of banter going on at home as well. So most of the times I actually know what I'm going to do before I even start. Sometimes it's very intuitional. So I just give it a go. And then the second way that I find around art block is actually going inside. So just working within yourself and, and just thinking about a time where, um, where I felt very happy and how I would want to paint that. What is the color palette I would choose? How would I translate that on paper? And now that you are into sort of a business side of art as well, what's something that you find really challenging? All of it. <laughs> I am not um, that much into business um, at all. I was a software engineer. Um, <laughs> I still am. Oh, only very recently, I moved my profession as well, as in, in terms of job title. I've moved into product. Um, and even that doesn't deal with a lot of business part of it. It does to some extent, which is what I'm learning. And this is actually a good way of learning as well for me. I think the most challenging part is... Uh, SEO. Not that I, I have very bad SEO for my shop. It's, it's good. There's a lot of social media stuff as well. All of it, like I, I do everything. So, so there's social media, there's product photography, there's uh, pricing, and then there's SEO, packaging, then weird competitors, you know, trying to steal your ideas. So, so. All of it is just uh, another ordeal every single time. I would really, again, I would just want to concentrate on art a lot more. And not saying that, you know, I'm not paying attention to my shop. I am. But I'm learning as well. I'm learning every single day. <laughs> At the end of the day, what makes me happy is that somebody receives that product and they were happy with it and they leave a good review and they let me know and they follow me back. And I think that just is, the best feeling in the world. Who are some of the artists that inspire your work or are just your favorites? Van Gogh. Uh, I think I've said a lot about him on my uh, on my socials. He was just genius. For him as well, I think it was a form of therapy and he was actually able to survive prison and he was allowed to paint during his prison time. So it definitely is important when you are a creative and you get that space for yourself because you can see not only today where stresses are of different types and levels even during that time when he was alive and he was you know facing this tough time in his life he was going because of art he was able to make art and get through the day so uh, him for sure uh, Frida 
Frida Kahlo. Yeah. Very, very lively. Her personality, just her zest for life and not giving up. That attitude just is, is just breathtaking to me. I just wish I was able to meet her. <laughs> she was the original girl boss. That's what I would call her because she broke all stereotypes at that time when this term was not even coined. She lived it. And I think uh, that's what makes her so special. Obviously, her, her art was very revolutionary for her time as well. So yeah, these two artists are my absolute favorite. You named two of my favorites. I love oh. them so much, not just for the art, but like you said, for the life they lived, for the exactly. strength they showed in art and outside of it. Absolutely agree with you. And now time for our last question. If you were to pick one interesting life experience to share, what would you tell us today? So I have to tell you this experience. It happened back in India uh, many years ago. I was told many times by my colleagues and friends how good my art was. And I should try putting this work into exhibitions. And I always kept making excuses, air quotes. <laughs> um, I don't have time, etc., etc. But this one time, I actually made a painting for my sister's wedding. It was made especially for her and I had put it out on Facebook, just like on my normal profile that, you know, this is what I did and I gifted it to her. And just when I finished that painting, and this happens to me still, just when I finished one, you know, big piece of work, the very same day, I will have ideas for what I want to do the next, in the next like two to three months or at that day, it was about my next painting. Okay. And I was very clear and I'd created this draft of uh, the next painting that I would make. And it was very vividly, I remember, it was the face of Buddha. In the background, there was a lot of Madhubani work, which is very close to his entangle and very detailed work. And I'd created this draft. Okay. And it's sitting in my bag. And weeks later, suddenly, I don't know what happened to me on a Saturday afternoon. Um, I just took out my two-wheeler <laughs> bike uh, back in, uh, you know, in Hyderabad where I was at the time. I just went around looking for this art gallery. And like, I don't know why that person in my office was saying, you know, there's an art gallery. There. Let me just go there and check it out. I just wanted to go and see that art gallery. And I was all by myself. And I was going to this place and there were no Google Maps at that time, right? So uh, this random person, I stopped and I asked on the street, and I'm like, is there, is, there, is there an art gallery around? And, and he goes, yeah, there's one here. So I took a turn and went there. There was an art gallery. So I went in. There was nobody. The, the gallery was closed. So uh, I just went to the office and I was like, I just want to know the timings of this art gallery. And they're like, oh, are you there to meet the admin? I'm like, yeah, sure. That person says, okay, you wait here for two minutes. And then I immediately on the spot, which I now realize got the appointment with the admin. Um, they called me in and I went there and they go, okay, what are you here for? I'm like, oh, I just wanted to check out the art gallery. I also make art though. And she goes, can you show me one of your works? And I'm like, well, we had those really crappy, quirky phones. And I had a very small photo of that artwork on my Facebook. So I just pulled that out. I'm like, I'm so sorry. 
I should have actually got a laptop and shown you, you know, that because, well, that's the digital copy of it that I can show you. And she goes, no, that's fine. Just show me. And I showed it to her and she goes, okay, we have an exhibition coming up in a month. The theme is Buddha. Are you ready to create a painting for us? And I oh, had wow. a draft. That's, that's timing. Yeah. It was absolutely mind boggling for me because I pulled out that draft. It was sitting in my bag, as I told you. And I showed her, yes, like this is the draft. And I, and I already have the draft. Like I can make it. And she goes, yeah, then make it. See you in three weeks time because that's when the paintings would go up. And to top it all off, the, <laughs> the exhibition day arrived. My painting was up. I was there with my now partner. <laughs> He was my boyfriend at the time and we put it up and whatever and we just take a break and because it was lunchtime and we had lunch and we came back after like four hours or something in the evening and there was a red dot on that painting and I didn't know the meaning of a red dot and I just went to the administrator and I'm like, I know my painting's there but there's a red dot over there. Like, What does that mean? And she goes, well, it was sold in a, in an hour when we left. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think that was just like that one day is uh, unforgettable for me. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine how amazing that would be. Things just coming into place on their own while you're doing your own thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So now when you think about it, you're like, that was potentially timing, but also you were meant to do this. You can try to do things for years, nothing happens. It's there's something about timing and when things are supposed to happen, they happen. And absolutely. suddenly they are so easy. Yeah, absolutely. So so you would know when things like that start happening to you. <laughs> and now I also want to talk about Venus Advent, which is a very unique name. Is there a story behind it? Yes, absolutely. There is a story behind it. And I'm happy I told you the story because it is in continuation to the day that I was telling you about. Right. So after all of this happened, right, a month of hard work, getting the framing done, putting it up for exhibition and everything. Once we were done, we saw the red dot and we came back and me and my partner, we just sat on a crooked bench in a park and we were just treating ourselves with candy floss. And that moment, I just realized how beautiful was this whole journey. How beautiful it was to actually, to not only think of the idea, to have landed in that gallery on that day, having met that lady, getting that opportunity on the spot. Not many people get it. And I'm so grateful for that. And creating that artwork. Oh my God, that was so relieving and so beautiful. And then experiencing what we call success in the normal world. That whole journey just gave me so much pleasure, so much fun, so much peace that I did not want to leave that feeling. And that's why just sitting on that bench, I realized how much I want to create art. And that's why Venus Art Bench. It's a very, you know, fun name. Not many people have thought of it. And I had created that name in 2015 when I started my Etsy shop because I wanted my name to stand out. And that's what I'm continuing to do. So that's the story behind it. And I like how it preserves that moment for you. 
absolutely which is why the see the moment you asked me for that story that's the first story that comes to mind <laughs> and you mentioned now you have etsy store where you have digital and physical products can you tell us more about what kind of products they are so digital products are the ones that you can download and they are instant you don't have to wait for anything they will reach in your email inbox and you can print them for personal use as many times as you want in the digital products i have a couple of options there are bookmarks that you can download and print and color there are coloring pages as well so you can actually download and either color them or actually you can just use them as is as well and you know either you can put them in your coloring books or share them with your kids your teenage kids or even put them as artwork on your wall and in terms of physical products there are original bookmarks that i have hand painted and there are print bookmarks prints of my original artworks there are affirmation cards that are also based off of my original artwork and there is coloring cards as well so you receive pack of four coloring cards that you can keep handy it's like pocket coloring and you can color them you can keep them in your journals while you're journaling you can actually cut them and use them somewhere as well or even frame them put them as desk decor that's awesome sounds like a lot of bullet journal people would like your products for sure <laughs> yeah i do get a lot of uh, messages and reviews on mindful coloring as well a lot of people have been liking those products that's awesome if listeners want to buy something or just get in touch with you how can they do that well i have my socials i'm very active on instagram uh, so just reach me out on venus art bench um you can for my products you can reach out on etsy i have uh, a facebook and pinterest account as well where i keep updating all of my products um and you can find work in progress videos as well so you can keep in touch with what's upcoming what are the release dates if there are any promotions or giveaways going on going on so yeah well thank you winners for being a guest on my podcast it was so great talking to you thank you so much for inviting me i had great fun today thank you so much thank you for listening to our conversation today hope you enjoyed getting to know our guest as much as i did You can also watch a video version of this conversation on 11 Questions YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you are listening and if you like this episode please leave a 5 star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at 11QuestionsPod for more videos and updates and I'll be back next week with a new guest. Bye.